On today's show, we have Peter Wallace Harrison, and I am super excited to have you here. Welcome, Peter. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I'm oh. excited to be on the podcast. So good, so good. So uh, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna actually just have a go at saying this. So you're from Casuarina, Northern New South oh, yes. Wales. So yeah, very good. People who don't know, south of Gold, uh, Gold Coast, just across the border. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful part of the world. Oh my God, so beautiful! You, some of your photos that you post, I just think like, please take me there. Like I'm heading to work, <laughs> and then I see a photo just running on the beach, and I think, oh yeah. my. God. It's like a corona ad, except without the corona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's there's some amazing beaches. It's yeah, it's a beautiful area. Mm-hmm. We're so grateful to be living here. And so, for people who don't know you, tell us a little bit about your endurance life. Um, I, I, I mean, I all I was always been a runner. I used to do cross country in school. Um, a family friend of ours was a runner, and he got me into cross country and and started started training with me uh, and I fell in love with it straight away. I thought this is, I just enjoyed it. I had so much fun. Um, and then, so I've run, I ran all my teenage years and early twenties. Um, and then I did my first, we were living overseas working on yachts over in the South of France. Oh wow! And um, yeah. And there was one of the people guys I worked with, he said, Oh, there's a half marathon in this little town next to where we were. I thought, Oh, I'll give that a go. And absolutely loved it. And I've just was hooked since then. And um, just the atmosphere at these races um, and all, you know, all everyone there for their own reason um, and the feeling of when you, when you accomplish it and you finish is just incredible. So I did, um, yeah, I've done lots and lots of half marathons along the way. Some in Barcelona because we obviously worked on the yachts over there. So we were traveling a lot. So I got to run in a lot of different places of the world, which was amazing, great way to see a city. Um, and then I did my full a full marathon in Berlin in 2016, which was incredible. Mm. Um, and I just love the sport, really. And I just I think you know it's something I want to do for the rest of my life. It it just brings me so much joy, and um, oh, I love just love everything about it. I like it, and so. Uh, the, the working on the yachts thing's a bit interesting. Like I find that to be something that completely blows my mind. Uh, so do you travel around? Is that something that you're still doing or is, is that no, changed? Um, yeah, well, we, my husband's still doing it. Um, so he goes, he still goes over for the Mediterranean summer every year. Mm. Um, yeah, we did it for years and years before we had kids. And then when we had kids, I, we I actually lived over there in Europe with the kids. Um, while he still, he was still, he's been working for the same guy for nearly 17 years. So, wow. um, oh, it's an amazing industry. Uh, mm. and then now we have a, a recruitment company where we recruit people for the yachts. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, um, oh, I mean, it's what a life for a young person. It's, you travel the world, it's great money. Um, the experiences you get. I mean, and you can you can make it into a career. There's people that are, um, you know, captains and engineers, and it's um, it's a pretty awesome life. And and then is that what took you to Berlin? Like, what is that? Or you were just travelling? Yeah, and- yeah. Well, we were living over there um, at the time, and um, I always wanted to go to Berlin. And then I just saw that there was a marathon coming up and I thought that, that's a good one to do um mm. and I get to see Berlin at the same time 
Um, so that was unbelievable. Yeah, I was watching a guy on telly last night or, you know, a smart TV thing that plug the YouTube in. I was saying to you just before, I'm not tech savvy, but managed to make that work. And um, the fellow was saying, like, he just runs all different parts of the world and he just uses it as an excuse to travel. So he'll just travel here and then find an event and it just so happens that's why he had to go there. Uh, but in yeah. the meantime, he gets to see everything. So um, has yeah. that been a little bit the same for yourself? Absolutely, yeah. It's it's another perk of the, the sport. You know, there's so many destinations that – you probably wouldn't go to, um, but having, a, you know, a good excuse, oh, I'm going to run whatever event they have, um, just pushes you that little bit further to, to actually make it happen. Mm. Uh, and what an incredible way to see a city, you know, these these huge events where they close down the whole city for you to be able to run through. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's, it's in the atmosphere and you really get to feel the city and the people and the culture. It's it's. Um, oh, I mean, you just, you can't, you've got to experience it and it gets addictive because you, you do one and you think, oh God, I, you know, I want to do one in every city. This is just incredible. Mm. I'd like to try this, the, the whole full marathon thing. Like I've been at triathlon events just for like mainly sprint distance and, you know, that's exciting with there's people everywhere. But when it, when it seems like these big running races, um, I think someone was mentioning, um, to me about the Boston marathon, um, I think it might have been um, Jackie, uh, one of the ladies that might be just launched today. She was saying that there was 20,000 people, I think, from memory all together just at the starting line. And I yeah. I can't even imagine 20,000 people just standing together for a running race. Like that seems to me like like a football stadium yeah, or, or half yeah. a stadium of people. And yeah. so that must just the, – the, the vibe must be electric. Oh, there's nothing like it. It's amazing. And, it, you know, everybody's there for their different reason as well. I think it's really, it's amazing. Everyone's journey to get there. Um, yeah, it's really inspiring. It's mm. it, it even, um, I mean, my husband came to Berlin. He was obviously a spectator. He wasn't running, but he just said the energy was just unbelievable. It, it just, it, 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 I mean, it brings people to tears, I think, sometimes. It's just such a high energy and um, such a huge accomplishment for for everybody that crosses that line. Because mm. um, and yeah. it is a long way too. Like I, I've been sort of going here, there, and everywhere, learning different things, different sports, different adventure options, and um, ultra uh, running seems to be just everywhere at the moment. Yeah. And you know, you then you start seeing people like, oh, I ran two hundred and forty kilometers. Oh, I'm doing a <laughs> three day race, and and I was like, oh, geez, well that's interesting. It starts to stretch my mind as to what's what what we're capable of. I ran twenty two k's, um, admittedly through Mount Glorious, but um, on the weekend just gone, and that is a really long way. Yeah, but it's yeah. like it's a small little race, but marathons like that's still a big race, even though there's this new distance now. Like the fact that you're able to run that distance, that's a feat in itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's one of those things as well. Once you do run a marathon, you think, oh, maybe I could do an ultra. Maybe I could do a fifty k. And then I, 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 it must be like that. And then you go, oh, maybe I could do a hundred k. And mm. I mean, some yeah, people that do these twenty four hour runs, um, uh, it's amazing. It's really amazing. There's a book I read, the um, what's it called, Ultra. Um, and I mean, these guys are 
I mean, they're just their brain to be able to to do these things. Like yeah, no sleep. Power of next the mind. No sleep. Yeah, mm. no sleep. Yeah, yeah. Really, so really. Inspiring. What about yourself? Is is that something that you might consider doing that longer distance, or have you already? No, I have marathons my longest distance, um, mm-hmm. but I would. Yeah, I, I think I would really like to try. Well, I'd love to do the Kokoda that they do um, on the Gold Coast um, every year. Maybe one year that'd be a big goal for me. How far is that one? Do you know? I think ninety six k. Cool. Okay. Yeah, Goodness. and it's tough and that, terrain. Really yes. Tough terrain. Oh yeah. gosh. All right. All right. Yeah. So not not quite there yet, but that I would like to. That would be something that at mm. some point I would definitely like to do. So, you know, you've got this, you've got your family, you've got your running, you've got like, you know, like a, you keep a presence, uh, you're obviously working, like how, how are you fitting all of this in? Um, well, for I get it, I get it done early, um, my training and my, and my husband, he's a keen, he's a love surfing. So, um, we tag team every morning. One of us will go early, and then as soon as the other one gets back, the other one goes. Um, and making it prior, a priority, it's something, you know, he's passionate about that. I'm really passionate about running, and it's really important we, we fit those in each day. Um, so, yeah, so, I, I, you know, sometimes that means getting up at 4.30 in the morning and going running in the dark, but it's worth it. It's really mm. It's if that's the only way you can fit it into your day, then that's the way you got to do it. Um, being really organised, uh, like I think, just simple things like having everything ready for the kids' school lunches and you know having their bags packed the night before. So making sure that you're organised in every area of your life so that you are able to do do these things and fit everything in. Yeah, I like that. So I guess um, I'm wondering, like, you know, TV, does, it probably doesn't feature a lot in your household or does it? I mean, you've got kids. Like, I know that the cartoons are, are on here a lot of the time for the kids. But, you know, are you just, like, at night times, you know, you get up so early, you're probably not able to stay up late. Is that just a lot of organising time then? Yeah, we, I mean, I'm I'm a grandma when it comes to bed. I'm in bed at nine o'clock. That's um. Oh, that's late. Night. That's late it's... for me. Goodness, right. Okay, staying up late, are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nine o'clock. That's my maximum. Yeah, that's. I must be great. I must be great. Nine thirty is getting really wild. So, <laughs> you know, that's uh, nine o'clock. I like to be in bed. Um, sleep's really important um, for me. I'm not someone that can, um, ha- you know, live on five hours sleep a night. Oh, I really need my um, eight hours. So, yeah, I mean, we do. We, I mean, we watch like maybe half an hour or so at night just you need that kind of for us it's that chill out time Mm -hmm. wind down time you know have a good series that we like something we just it's kind of like everything's done and you can just relax for half an hour but um yeah it's it's definitely organized is that is that something like you know that you that you've always been that organized or because you've got these passions you know the 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 surfing and the running and obviously having kids you know, that takes its own level of organisation. Has that just evolved over time or were you perhaps missing out on runs because you weren't ready and you thought, that's it, I'm, I'm going to go and get this stuff organised? Um, no, I think I've always been pretty organised person. Um, I need to be organised. I get if, it, if everything's um, not organised and all over the place, it stresses me out. So mm-hmm. it's really important, um, you know, I plan everything out, everything's, 
yeah, organised. And probably also from working on boats for so many years. It's so structured um, and extremely organised. You, you learn these skills, I guess. And, um, yeah, it's just the way I like to live my life. And I feel like you can achieve more and get so much more done in your day being really organised. Yeah, my wife's taught me to be more organised and, like, her level of organisation is, like, master level. And then you scale it back to me who is just, like, casual, go with the flow. Uh, But then I've actually really come to see the benefits of of being organised because, you know, it helps me to even have this show and it helps me to be able to work and do all the different things that I want to do. Whereas if I – beforehand I would still enjoy things but I wouldn't have been able to fit quite as much in. So I I certainly like that. And yeah. and and you seem to be. Um, I love that you're uh, you're in the yoga. You're doing your stretching. Um, that seems to feature quite a bit for you. Uh, but I also love that it seems at times that you're joined with special guests in your yeah. yoga sessions. The kids. Yeah. So yeah. tell us a bit about like the yoga, the stretching, um, and also I, I suppose being able to have the kids. You don't even look phased at all. Um, so tell tell us a bit about that. Um. Yeah. So. I, I've actually done um, quite a bit of yoga. I grew up, my mum always did yoga. Um, I remember my mum, you know, doing yoga every morning in a room. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was always a part of my life. I grew up in Byron Bay. So um, obviously it's the yoga wonderland. There's lots of it around. Um, and I've gone through stages of, in my life of doing quite a bit of it and then not as much. And then I, I find that having that balance of the yoga and the running is is such a good balance for for avoiding injury and giving your body that really nice stretch out but also for, you know mentally uh, yoga just brings you this the meditation and um calming the mind there's so many benefits from from yoga um i think everyone could benefit from in some form um i did my yoga teacher training a few years ago and um i did teach for a little bit but that kind of tipped the balance over. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I teaching in the morning and adding that extra element just didn't work for us at this time and having the three young kids. So I pulled back from that, but I do love doing it just at home. Um, I love the kids. The kids love it. I mean, it's such a, it's, they even have it in schools now. Um, they do have yoga classes and so the, my son will come home and start showing me his little yoga poses he did with the teacher when the yoga teacher came. So it's really great. They're involving bringing it into schools and teaching kids from a young age about meditation and Mm. calming the mind and how to move your body. It's great. And and interesting, not only is it, um, you know, getting into the schools now, like you're saying, that's really intriguing, but you watched your mum and your kids are now watching you. And yeah. I, I love that. I love the idea that, you you know, you're being this excellent role model. You're organised. You're positive. You're getting your, your passions in life in. You're, and when they look at you, they just see this healthy person. And ideally, like what we would expect, that that is what they're going to do. They're going to follow in similar footsteps because that's what they know. Yeah. Um, and I can imagine if they see another lifestyle, it's like, well, would I would I rather be unhealthy? They might try that, but they're probably going to gravitate back to to what you're being a role model for, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, monkey see, monkey do. I think they, yeah, what they see around, they learn, that's what, what they 
see, they do basically. Mm. Um, mm. And that's what my husband and I feel like it's such a great start for them. And with his surfing, you know, we're always at the beach, we're always outdoors, always active. Um, and they, the kids already, they do so many different sports. Um, it's, yeah, it's what, it's what a great way to start off for them, I think. You know, they obviously have choices when they're older, which way they want to go. But I think it's a really good basis to start on. I also like the fact that you, you know, you go down this path of doing the yoga side of things, you're doing the teaching, but then being able to take a step back and say, actually, no, this is actually taking me out of balance. Um, because sometimes when we start something, say we enjoy it, obviously there's a, a love for yoga there and, and a love for people as well. And yeah. but, be, but having that the, the courage, I suppose, to be able to step back and say, actually, no, this isn't my number one priority. It is uh, making it difficult to do the rest. I'm actually going to park that uh, and continue on with the things that I really enjoy. I, I think there's there's something bold and beautiful about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, we're all human, and I think we, you know, there's you know when your life is out of balance or when something isn't right, and it's pushing you. You know, you start to drop the ball in other areas, mm. and being really aware of that. Exactly. Yeah, just being okay with saying no to things. I think a lot of people, we all struggle with that. We want to do everything um, and and please people and, you know, commit to people, ask you to do things, to do them, but you do have to pull back sometimes. Yeah, being okay to say no, that that happens a lot. And even I find myself, sometimes I'll say yes to something and then afterwards I think, I don't know what I was thinking there because my wife will look at me like there is no way. Like it, you, even yes. at master level organization, you're not fitting all those things in. And, and that's a conversation her and I have had to have a lot of times over the time since we've gotten together. And I'll just be like, yeah, but I, what, but I can do this. And, and what if I could do that? And, and maybe we could do more. And then all yeah. of a sudden there's, you've only got this much time in your day, fella. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And yeah. so I've always loved the, the I always loved the cross country as a kid. I kind of fell out of sport um, after leaving high school. The structure of of school kind of I loved that I missed it, um, and so I've had to um, learn to bring that structure in myself. Uh, do you structure out your like workouts, or is it just like you know? Do you have a coach, or do you just turn up and um, I run each morning because I like to run? Like, how do, how do you kind of work that? Yeah, no, I have a coach. Um, I. Uh... I've had a coach for probably the last few years. I found that so beneficial and that's really improved my running having, you know, a coach guide me in um, in the right direction. So, yeah, he programs me the week and it's great because then as I don't need to think about it. I just wake up and look what i got to do and do that that workout. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I joined, I joined the group on Wednesday mornings, so I run with the group, which is always awesome. Uh, and then I also train with him once a week, like strength training. So, yeah, I, I would recommend a coach for anybody. I like it. Keeps you accountable. Um, and you have your moments where you self-doubt. You think, oh, God, why am I actually doing this? You know, mm. this, and then having someone remind you of why, you know, your reasons for wanting to do it in the start and believing in you. Yeah, that's like your own little personal cheer squad, but also yeah. it helps you get fitter, stronger, and stay on track, uh, but yeah. the right track? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you, in a way, I can see already that there's so many benefits 
coming from um, being a part of this um, lifestyle. But, you know, from your perspective, what other benefits has, has being in this endurance lifestyle brought to you? Um, oh, so many, so many. I th- obviously, so much joy and happiness. Just, I mean, I love running, so it, it does bring me so much joy. Completing races is an incredible feeling. Uh, friendships have made so many amazing um, friends along the way and it's just really cool to be with around like-minded people um, not everybody loves talking about running and um, you so it's great to have those people that are just as passionate about running as you are mm, because that's an interesting others. one sorry that's that is an interesting one the running thing because like you know you like even to an extent me a year ago when I'm not doing fitness the idea of running it almost seems a little bit dreadful. Like that sounds bad, but the idea of like, I'm not fit, I'm overweight, exerting all this energy out in the Queensland sun or, you know, Northern Australian sun, I suppose, um, or any sun anywhere is probably like, you know, can, and you, and you see people shudder when you mention it. Even now I'm like, Oh, there's a triathlon coming off. Oh, there's a trial run. And you see people like, please, please let me go. I don't want to be roped into this thing. Yeah. Um, like you say, yeah. having those like-minded people, then then you're just free to just let your your passion roam free and, and express it. Oh yeah, talk about the nitty gritties and the pace and the you you got you know people in the same yeah they're excited about the little things about running and mm. uh, the the normal a person that doesn't isn't interested in running would just glaze over and have no idea what you're talking about and probably not be interested at all mm. as well. And, and some of these friendships, I mean, like I. I found it like I'm on the trail, I'm getting to a point where I'm I'm exhausted and then, you know, I walk up to or people overtake me, they're exhausted and you can see how friendships can start to bond even in an, in an event because it's somehow like you're both suffering. You've both yeah. put yourself yeah. and into that and have paid to suffer. Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. a really intriguing thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I find the running world trail or whatever type, you know, it, it's people are so inspirational and um, positive. Everyone's encouraging. It's a really uh, great people to surround yourself in. Yeah. Yep, I like it. I like it. So you've been doing this for this whole time. Um, you're clearly very fit, like very, very fit. Do you feel like this lifestyle goes hand in hand with eating well or are you more like, well, I can eat whatever because I am super fit? Like I know there's different thoughts there, but how, how does that side of things work for you? Yeah, oh, we definitely eat really well. Um, you know, I think the the fuel you put in is what you get out. Uh, I, I would never fall in that trap, but we can eat whatever because we're running crazy, crazy Ks a week. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't benefit your training or your health in any way. So, yeah, generally we, um, yeah, we eat really healthy, uh, lots of whole, just whole foods. Uh, we're so lucky we've got all the farms around us, so, you know, there's, beautiful fresh produce right at our doorstep straight from the farm um i think one of the the most important is hydration especially in this um crazy humidity i've really learned my lesson there with just you know you think you drink enough water but you really don't 
um, and sometimes that means having some bit of lemon juice and salt in your water uh, because you just underestimate how much sweat you've lost when you go for an hour run in the middle of summer. That's been an interesting thing to me. Um, my coach was saying he puts a bit of that Himalayan, I think, rock salt into a water yeah. bottle and, and goes yeah. um, for a ride. I And at the event on um, the weekend, they said, well, be careful about how much water you drink because it, um, I, they had some fancy term, this thing can happen to you where you dilute by drinking too much water if you don't sweat enough. I mean, I was sweating, sweating plenty, so I don't think I had to worry yeah. about that. But um, yeah. it, it, but then when like, they were like, we can hydrate you, but we can't, you know, get whatever else it was into you to maybe it's salt. And so the drinking of the water, the right amount of water, getting salt in, not salt in, that that is a little tiny bit confusing for someone like me who's just starting out. So is that, you? like you said, it sort of said, you've just been perfecting that over time? Yeah, yeah, over time. And I think that every human's different. Everyone sweats different amounts. Some people sweat a lot, some people not much. The more you, you train and the more events you do, you learn something from each one um, and you start to tweak your nutrition and you'll work it out. You'll work it out. But what works for the guy next to you might not work for you. Um, mm. You might need more or less. So it's just playing around with it um, and staying on top of it. Um, staying on top of the hydration, not guzzling. I think the days leading up to the races are really important. Making sure you really hydrated before you start that race. I like it. Well, that's an interesting thing too because at times, like my wife and I, we've bought these big drink bottles and we try to carry them around with us so that we can sort of track how much water we're drinking. Sometimes it'll be like 2 o'clock in the day and I think to myself, oh, yeah. I haven't had any water. I might have had three coffees. I know that's bad, yeah, but yeah. I, I haven't had a, a had a drop of water. And and so that's an interesting idea of like actually not just trying to drink at the race or before the race, the, the day of, hydrating all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's how your body absorbs it. Like I think, you know, guzzling two litres um, in one go isn't going to you, – you don't, you don't absorb it. So – it's just, yeah, drinking uh, like throughout the whole day. I like them. Like, and so you've done a few events, um, you know, over your time now. And But is there like one that stands out in your mind as like, oh, yeah, this one's my favourite or do you have a couple of favourites? Oh, Berlin Marathon for sure. That would be mm -hmm. my my absolute favourite. Um, it's a cool city. It's a, I mean, anyway, without the marathon, it's a really, really amazing city. Um but to do the marathon in it was just incredible. Um, there's every kilometre there was just entertainment and music and jugglers and dancers and along the along the sidelines entertaining you the whole way. It was incredible. See, that's intriguing. You know, like my wife and I were talking last night and we were saying about the populations of some of these places are like so dense compared to Australia and so I wonder then when you're at an event like that if there's you know so many people that are actually in the event there must be so many people lined along the event as well like so, so when you're saying it's an electric atmosphere I don't even know if I can really actually get my mind to go to the place of how many people must really be there yeah yeah well I think um for the actual event there was about 50,000 people. Holy. Um, 
I mean, that wasn't just the matter. There was the, um, like, the inline skaters and, the, you know, the, the different races they had over the weekend. But I think it was something like 50,000 people came to, a, to to race that weekend. Wow. Which is incredible. I mean, in a huge city anyway that's pretty populated. But it didn't feel, it doesn't, didn't feel overwhelmingly cramped or anything. It was, it was so organised. It just flowed. It was mm-hmm. it not yet. And I didn't feel like it was, there was too many people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people in one place. It was, yeah. I mean, the energy and the atmosphere of the people on the sidelines were just next level. So you've, you've hit this goal not only of a place you've wanted to visit, you've reached this full marathon. That must have been like also like all of those things added together. Beautiful city. Like what a rush of emotion. Yeah. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And yeah. and so for yourself, like you must be a goal setter. Um, but I am keen to know like, and, I, and I, I, I just love this question, but what from your perspective, what makes up a successful mindset? I think being being focused and having clarity so uh for me you know just being really clear on what i want uh, uh, and the reasons for it the why, why i want it uh and having a clear really clear plan in place um i'm all about the plan um i like the nitty-gritty you know really breaking it down and, and working out exactly how i'm going to get there um I think reminding yourself daily of of what what you what you're striving for, so you're having you have that in the forefront of your your mind all the time, um, and being grateful for for what you already have, and not not you know enjoying that journey. I think rather than just wanting to get to the destination. More attitude of gratitude. I like that. Yeah. And so, are you are you a detailed person? Like I'm probably more high level than detail. Like, are you naturally a detailed person, or do you create the high level plan and dig into it, or is your husband the the high level thinker, or how does that kind of work for you? Yeah, he's my husband's definitely the the high level thinker. He he's all about the details. Um, I'm I'm probably a bit impatient and um, and want 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 the thing now. Um, mm. So it, we're a good balance actually because he'll, you know, we'll break it down and make a really clear plan, yeah, a detailed plan. He's he's great for that. Yeah, right. And so the two of you, like, you work together. You come up with this plan. You just keep it in your mind. Or you, is it on the fridge or? Yeah, no, we have. Um, it's always written down. It's got to be. If it's not written down, it's it's not real. Um, I'm mm. someone that, uh, for me, I need to write things down. Um, yeah, we print out the calendar every month, um, sit down, yeah, work out the month ahead, exactly what, what, we're, what we're doing, where we're going, even to the point of our, um, you know, work out who's going, who's doing the early, who's doing the, the 6.30 shift or the, the 4.30 shift in the morning. So The we passion every, shift. Yeah, yeah, we worked everything set and um, that's how it we it works best for us. See, that's really intriguing because I, you know, my wife and I have started sitting down a little bit more and, and talking through budgets and, and doing different things here at home. And now, like, she's very organised, as I say, but she's got when the kids are working out because um, we're, we're challenging them to do more training. Um, but 
but prior to us doing that, you can make plans, like you said, but not writing them down, not giving that time to actually sit down and plan often led to stuff not happening. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that there would be plenty of people listening that are thinking, well, you know, I can't fit everything in or, and the time actually taken to stop and plan. Like I love the seven habits of highly effective people, Stephen Covey. Yeah. And that planning time it might seem counterproductive initially, like, hang on, I'm giving up time that I could be spent doing actions or whatever else. But that planning time, do you find that that really just helps you achieve all of the things that are important to you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we, um, yeah, it's if, if we don't have those meetings and have everything in plan, yeah, it doesn't happen. And mm. it's both, it's really important to both of us. And it's almost... Um, sets it in stone so we sit yeah if we would make sure we have these meetings um, also for budget as well we have all the printouts and it's I think that's just part of being really organized as well if you have uh, have the plan there you can achieve more in your day yeah because it's it's it is um, interesting to me that like that sort of activity in a workplace that's it that's an everyday thing everyday day plans calendars the spreadsheets everything else and then you know for me at times I've come home and it's like well I'm, I'm away from all of that do I really want to go back and do those things but if I want to get the most out of myself at work for work and my organization awesome that's why they yeah. pay me but at the yeah. same time I want to get the most out of my life for me and, you know, not planning and not making things happen. It's only actually putting me and my family out, which kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Odd. So yeah. for yourself, is there like a big event coming up or, you know, a couple of goals that you've got for, for 2019? Uh, yeah, I've got um, this year I really want to um, – Qualify for Boston. So um, that's my dream, to run Boston Marathon. That's a really um, intriguing one. You know, that's a, that's a lot of people's dream. I, I, I'm going to have to look into this race. People yeah. love this race. T tell me a bit about, like, is it is it just the pinnacle race? Because, you know, like you, I talk to um, triathlon um, or triathletes a lot, and it's Kona. Is Boston Marathon the Kona of marathons? If that makes sense, I, I, yeah, I think so. It's um, well, you look, you have to qualify for it, so that's you know, it's a big achievement to be able to get there, um, for like a qualifying time. Um, I don't know. There's so much history. I think with Boston Marathon, it was the first modern day Olympic marathon. So it's the oldest marathon, um, and apparently the spectators are. Um, next level like they just line the streets uh, it's the most apparently it's the most incredible energy atmosphere out of all of them for some yeah so it's one of those things because i follow lots of american runners and and they always do it it just looks amazing it looks like mm. one of those experiences you'll never forget and you've got to you, you just you have to experience it as a runner yeah. And and your times, you feel like time-wise you'd be no dramas reaching the level that you need to hit? Um, well, hopefully. Um, I th for me, I have to run um, – so I'm running the Gold Coast Marathon. That's a qualifying race. So I have to run that in um, like three hours 30. So it's it's good. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping I'll be there. I'll get there. Um, you never really know what can happen on race day, but – 
feel, you know, my training's been going really well and feeling good. So I'm really, that'd be a great achievement for me. It must be a pretty fast race, all things considered, because if everybody has to qualify for a certain time, it's not like that everybody can just, I mean, I don't know, maybe people, once they've qualified, they turn up and they walk. Maybe oh, yeah. I don't, can't imagine that they would, but maybe no. they do. Yeah. Um, so, so it must be like a yeah, relatively quick pace. If you have to reach three thirty, and a lot of people would be like, "Yeah, I, I hit it three twenty-five or whatever that might be," and that's pretty fast. That means that probably everyone that you're running against is either at your pace or maybe even faster. Yeah, definitely, mm. absolutely. Maybe. And I, and that's another thing they say. You know, when you're in there and you're lining up, you think, "Yeah, you're you're with some of the best runners in the world." Um, so. I, I, you know, yeah, I think it must be a, a really fast one. Um, and what a what a cool experience to be standing side by side, you know, some of the most amazing runners in the world. Mm, mm. Yeah, that seems very intriguing to me as well. Um, yeah. So speaking of that, some of these people, and it might not be those um, ones that are inspiring you, but are there any particular people that inspire you? Um, oh, so many. So many people inspire me. Um, the one, like, I, you know, people I run with in my group and, um, Instagram. Uh, they, I mean, there's a few girls, Australian girls, Perth girls that I love to follow, which is um, Kat Watt. That's 83. That's her Instagram. Mum, you know, mum runner. Um, she's just about to race in a couple of weeks, striving for a sub three hour, um, which is really cool. I reckon she'll nail it. She's amazing. Nice. nice. Um, yeah, there's another one, Mama to Marathon, Joe. Her name's Joe. She's in Perth. And that's just, I think it's, I could just relate to these women because they've, you know, they've got young kids, they've got busy lives, they're working, and they're running, they're out there kicking their goals with their 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 rate, their running, and it just inspires me. I think sometimes when you do have a bit of a hard day and you're like, oh god, how am I going to fit this run in, or you know, or, or you just don't feel like it, you just look at their, I look at their story, and we just inspire each other. I think it's a really, really beautiful community. Mm, I love that. I love that as well because that's I take a lot from people I'm interviewing, the people I'm watching on Instagram, yourself, um, because it is like that. Like I look and I think, well, if this person can do it, if that person can do it, and I would only be able to have a, a small idea of just how challenging life must be. We've got four kids, you got three. If you're out yeah. there every morning running and somehow like I, I didn't even know, you're somehow also having another passion shift happening in the morning where surfing's also happening. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do take a lot of inspiration from that as well. Yeah. Uh, there's another girl, Haley's um, Newman, Hales Newman. No, she lived in Perth. She actually moved to the Gold Coast recently. So I've actually managed to have some runs with her. But I followed her for a long time before before we ran together. And, I mean, she's done 12-hour ultras and 100K races. And, mm. yeah, just, and again, you know, mum, young uh, kids, busy life, working. It's, yeah, it's really inspiring to oh, see okay. what, other, what people can achieve. And that that's a good segue into the into the next one a question I love to ask as well. I mean, I love to ask them all, but um, if people like you know Haley, you're looking at Haley and you're like, oh my god, she can do this, and then you you've been always fit. But if if other people are thinking about getting into endurance activities and they're looking at you know you and and the people you're running with and they're thinking, oh my god, you know what what might three tips that you would be to them about getting into endurance activities? Have a goal. Um, again, I'm all about the goals and the clear plan. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I would recommend a coach 
for anybody and you can get some online ones that's not expensive um, that can just point you in the right direction. Uh, I think have being accountable to somebody uh, and having that expertise of someone, you know, from a complete beginner that can program, have a program for you and, you you know, could be running a, a 10K or a half marathon in, in four months. Having that guidance, I think if you have no idea what you're doing, um, you know, you could burn out or get injured. So it's really having that expertise I just recommend so highly. Mm, mm. Um, the other number two, I think, would be um, I think just knowing that there will be times there where it's hard. Um, there'll be times where you you're questioning. You go, God, why am I doing this? This is, you know, this is this is a crazy idea. Um, and being, yeah, and again, having a coach helps with that. But but just knowing, you know, if it doesn't challenge you, it's not going to change you. So. Mm. Yeah, I think just being aware that you do have that. It's not always happy days. It's not every day I wake up and go, oh, God, I can't wait to run. You know, you have those days where you, you, it's hard, but they're, they're the ones that those days are the ones that you grow from and, and change you. So just being aware that that's, that's, that's probably what's going to happen um, sometimes and just, yeah, being ready for them those days. I like it. I like it. Um, and three? Three would just be, I think, just don't get frustrated where you're at. You know, wherever you're starting is great. And you will, you know, as long as you keep putting in the hard work consistently, you, you will get there. So mm. it's easy to compare and go, oh, God, I'm, you know, I'm not getting anywhere or just being really grateful and happy for where you are at at that moment. And I really um, like that. I heard a quote, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but it was, I think, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, yeah. And and so it's, you mentioned before attitude of gratitude, but there's no point really comparing, like, I mean, I think I saw this Killian Jornet, but that's definitely probably spelled, um, said wrong, but this ultra guy, if I look at me and I run 22K and this guy can run, you know, for days, well, then I might feel bad, but there's no point feeling bad. I just ran 22K. It's like, I should be over the moon about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And, I mean, I think we get so caught up in that destination that we forget. You, you really do. You've got to enjoy that journey along the way. And some days are good, some days are bad. But, yeah, as long as you keep putting in that hard work um, consistently, you'll get there. I like it. I like it. And so I've had a, a, a mad time chatting with you this morning. This has been so much fun. Uh, I really appreciate you giving me the time uh, to, to get to know you better. But for others that, you know, aren't following you yet and would like to follow along in your journey, did you have like some social media handles or uh, or a website address or whatnot? Um, yeah, well, just I'm on Instagram, so it's just Peter Wallace Harrison. Um and no, well, we have a website if you, if anybody wants to um, work in yachting um, or who are interested in the yachting industry, um, which is um, our company's called Infinity Yachting. So um, yeah, but I mean, I've had an absolute ball talking to you today, Tom. Thank you so much for inviting me. No, I'm, it's been awesome getting to know you. And, again, I'm feeling super inspired uh, to just go out and, and organise my life and, and make things happen. So um, thank you so much for your time. Oh, I think it's been a pleasure. And I love listening to, to all your, you know, the podcasts and all the different people you interview. 
it's um it's really cool. You're doing a great, great thing. That's awesome. Thanks so much for your feedback.